All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right, and we're back here with the final part in our uh, Avengers series. Well, I guess not the final part, because we're going to come back to this eventually, but the final part for now yeah, yeah. of uh, us covering uh, Jonathan Hickman's Avengers run. Uh, right now, we, we've we been doing it since January started, so right now it, it takes us right to the end of that Infinity event, which we'll be wrapping up today. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, we talked about like the first half of that event, so that'll, that'll bring us to the, uh, I think, when we come back to this, I think I talked about it. My idea is to come back and do uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, okay, and, and watch uh, some of that show because that's probably the best animated Marvel show that there's been. Unless oh, I'm right, forgetting right. something obvious. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that would be a good opportunity to come back and finish this at some point. Me, I, you mean like besides? Are you counting X Men in that? Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Oh, for animated shows is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think Earth's Mightiest Heroes is probably the best animated show that, including the X Men shows. Okay. Um, it might yeah, be a bold take. Yeah, I think I think it's just well, I, I've rewatched. I can't say I, I haven't seen any of them. Oh, I've rewatched some of the X Men cartoons recently. I think uh, X Men Evolution, I, I'm still a little bit nostalgic for, but I don't know if it holds up as well as I thought it would. Um, yeah, Wolverine and the X Men is very good. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, did is I tell that you- the is that the one with Steve Blum? Uh, Steve Blum's probably in like all of them. He always plays Wolverine. Okay. Uh, have you? Did I tell you I found like an X Men anime? Yeah, you did, and it's actually like like not bad. It's pretty good. I yeah, I totally watched that. It it, it, it like, sounds interesting. It really jumps <laughs> into it. It starts like right at the Dark Phoenix, like, oh, really? on the moon, even, and the, I'm like, holy shit! Like we're right in this. Oh damn. <laughs> Um, but, so the, is it like yeah? Because it's like kind of like hypey, like theatrical, like style. oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's very dramatic. Okay. Um. So yeah, yeah we can sounds... always come back and do that at some point too. Yeah, it sounds cool. X Men anime with Hoxpox. Right. <laughs> no, do I would love that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe we'll come back to Hickman uh, with that at some point. Um, so yeah, we're our plan is to um, eventually come back and do Wandavision. I know that show is airing right now. I've seen the first ep- three episodes. I don't think you've seen any of it. No, not um, yet. I originally have been saying that our plan was to come and do that next week, right away after the Avengers. But I think we are going to wait a little bit longer, um, just so that we can catch the tail end of like when the season is getting closer to being over, so we can talk about the whole thing at once. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I mean, I, I love Vision and, and the Scarlet Witch, but I don't know if I want to do like four weeks in a row of it. Yeah, plus I don't want to do eight. That'd be eight straight weeks of just MCU stuff. That's very true. Yeah, <laughs> like the, I, I'm on burnout. Man. That that's too much MCU. Yeah, yeah. That, that that is a very good point. So yeah, like I think, I know, I'm definitely excited for uh, the new Vision show though, because it's like at least a di- uh, from what I've heard, it's like a different kind of tone and like style. Oh, than for sure. What they're used to. Yeah, so. it's a lot more ambitious than what I was expecting. Okay, so that's at least promising. Yeah, I've heard mixed things. What is your opinion? Three episodes in, um, I or just think, loose opinion? I, I think that they uh like because it's supposed to be like a spoof of like a sitcom Mm -hmm. and so i think they play that up a little bit too much and they need to have like a little more weird in there and there is like some weird in there like moments where like it breaks yeah yeah we're like wait this isn't a sitcom you know like that kind of moment yeah yeah but I, i feel like it leans way too hard into it and then like the jokes are like bad uh, that they're like the sitcom jokes yes that's one of the biggest critiques i've seen yeah like it's not funny enough to like like keep that long of like uh kind of sitcomy like show like style right because like eventually you're like uh ha, 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 whatever okay let's move on yeah let's get on with it yeah <laughs> right um but it is it does seem like it's getting like it's uh escalating quicker and quicker so like, that, that's what i mean that's why we didn't want to talk about it already yeah. because like i don't have a good impression of it yet mm-hmm. so by that's why we'll wait until that season is almost over and then talk about it at the end because then even when we talk about the early episodes we'll be able to talk about it with that hindsight of knowing like where it's going yeah yeah so i think that'll be uh We'll have more to talk about it if we do it that way, I think. Okay. Um, so what we're doing next week, I guess we haven't decided yet. Uh, do you have any ideas just off the cuff? 
Or we can I mean, we can obviously take some time to think about it. I was just curious if you had anything. Is there an loaded. Animal Man adaptation? Uh, there is not, sadly. <laughs> that's not what I've been <laughs> Unless you count like Doctor Doolittle. No, <laughs> that, that's that's a reach. Uh, uh, but we'll think about it. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get it. I'll let you guys know on Twitter. Again, we are on Twitter over at Agents of Podcast. If you want to follow us, we'll let you know. Um, but that that's going to be uh, an audible on that one. We're going to figure out what to do at the last second there. I think we're going to either do a one off or a two off. We'll figure out what it is there. Yeah. Um, but for now, what we're going to be doing is getting started, uh, finishing up, uh, Jonathan Hickman's Avengers with the uh, infinity event here where we left off. Um, we had, uh, just to give the gist of where we, where we left off, uh, the Avengers, most of the Avengers, the big team went out into space to help stop the event, uh, the builders kind of invasion. And they've been fighting like world to world is kind of with, uh, this giant kind of galactic council of all these like space empires, mm-hmm. um, to try to like stop this builder invasion. Meanwhile, on earth, uh, Thanos looking for his, uh, son who he doesn't know. Um, like he just knows he has a son on earth somewhere who's an inhuman and he's just going to go there and try to kill everybody yeah. just to make sure he gets him. <laughs> and, uh, so the Illuminati was left on earth because they're like, we got to deal with this fucking incursion shit and thank God everyone's gone. Now we can do it. Um, yeah, it's a lot at once. Yeah. And so like they're here doing like incursions even happen like during this event. Um, but they're here and then Thanos shows up and invades earth at the same time looking for the time stone and for his son. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much just the Illuminati and then whatever other heroes. I mean, I, I say whatever other heroes. There's like hundreds. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, <laughs> it's a def- lot. defending the earth. That's what I mean. It's like they're like the earth has no Avengers. I'm like, well, they lost like 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like there's still a bunch there. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh. there's plenty of superheroes. <laughs> But yeah, so the uh, that invasion is happening. We have the the war in space. That's pretty much where we left things. Uh, well, di- directly where we left things, actually, things were going very badly out on the galactic front. Yeah. Um. Pretty much, it ended. It looked pretty grim. The Kree had surrendered to the builders. Uh, Spartax had surrendered, and then it ended with Captain America just being talking to the Galactic Council, being like, "All right." Tell the builders we surrender, and that was how the issue ended. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's where we pick up this time. Captain America sends what he calls his best negotiator to deal with the uh, the builders. Yeah, and I was like, okay. And because you see, like uh, Thor stepping out of the spaceship by himself. Yep. Because the builders are like, you could only send one, and they have to be unarmed. And they, immediately they stop Thor, like, hey, we said unarmed, like lose the hammer. And mm-hmm. he's like, all right. And then we just see him like whisper like a little silent prayer. He's like, hear me, Father, am I worthy? If so, may I find your favor this day. See my heart and not just my hand, and then throws it up into the sky. Yeah, and I, immediately when that happened, even the first time I read this, I was like, "Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, I know no. it's gonna happen already." Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, it's gone. I certainly can't summon it back. Oh no, <laughs> certainly not making a trip around the sun. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, just this moment where this builder, like, uh, basically, um, person here to take the surrender is just taunting Thor. It's like, no, you're beaten, and you need to know when you're beaten. Like, you know, like take a knee. You thought you were a god. Yeah. Um, Asking Thor to kiss his feet. Yeah, pretty much. And it shows like a really cool scene of like every like one of like the gla- like everyone in the galaxy is like watching this on camera. Like this moment, like the builders are like in front of everybody right now. Yeah, like he made a point to have it like televised. Right, and so like he's just sitting here giving this speech to Thor, and then there's this really cool part where Captain America and Gladiator are on like the space station, and the people at the space station are like, "We have incoming! Like something's coming in really fast!" Mm-hmm. And then Gladiator's like, "What is it?" And Captain America's just like, "A reckoning." <laughs> Like, oh, fuck. Right. And uh, so, yeah, Thor is on his knees in front of this builder, and he says, uh, the builder says, uh, humanity should have uh, the good sense to know when their story is over. Mankind should know they're done. And Thor says, and what if I am not just a man? And then all of a sudden you see the fucking comet 
come in and it's Thor's hammer. Yeah, it's like, what? Such a good moment. And then it's fucking <laughs> right through the, the chest of the builder. Like, when I was reading this the first time, that was the first moment, like, Infinity, like, really hit for me. Oh, yeah. Hands like, the down. event. Like, that's when the event really picks up. You're like, fuck. Yeah, like, that's when shit gets serious. Yep. And then Captain America is like, uh, they can be broken. Like, they can be beaten. And uh, the builder's done for. And then that's when a really cool page that we get is, because uh, they're on the... Um, uh, Halla, they're at Halla yeah. uh, with the Cree home planet, and they have all of the accusers there with Ronan. And Ronan lifts up his his hammer. He's like, "We won't stand for this. Like, we'll we'll die like free men. Are you with me, accusers?" And then like he, they all raise their hammers, and and then Thor raises his hammer with the lightning. Yeah. So it's just a really cool page of like all like all that hammer bros. Yeah, that page spread <laughs> is amazing. No, the best part of that is like after the the hammer goes through the builder and he's like you don't understand it's like you don't know what this means everything dies and thor just smashes his head he's like you first <laughs> yeah that's great <laughs> that's well, the greatest and, line and that line comes back so many times everything dies oh yeah that was the the line that this run opened on reed richards everything yep. dies that's come up a lot um but yeah it, that's basically kind of like the turn of the war like at that point things are really going in their favor because we see even like battles on different worlds where like now that they've freed Halla they're just going place to place like liberating these worlds that had all surrendered to the builders and um it's just like a really cool like we don't see a lot of it but like the panels they show us are like enough to like really tell a story um cuz we see like Captain Marvel fighting with the Skrull on their home planet which is kind of cool cuz she's like a Kree basically. Oh yeah. Uh so it's like a cool alliance. On Chimer, which is uh I think I don't know too much about them. I just know that one of them is uh there's a Chimer like wife of uh Black Bolt. I think we saw her earlier in the run. So I don't know too much about that planet. Bunch of horse people. Yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but this uh, image from uh, Centauri is pretty cool um, with all of them using their bows. Oh, yeah. Um, with Hawkeye in the yeah, back. Right. <laughs> like, oh, all right. I guess you can shoot your normal bow. Yeah. <laughs> Big help. Um, but, it's, yeah, it's basically just, like, them going, like, planet to planet, like, freeing everybody. Uh, but then there's also this really, like... Uh, um, humbling kind of like somber moment too where Captain America just like sitting him and Thor like having a drink after this huge battle freeing this like whole planet and Gladiator comes up and he's like I'm, I'm so sorry Steve but like there's bad news Earth has fallen and that's just like such a heavy moment because they had no idea what was happening yeah like they had no clue at this whole point like literally the world is being dominated right now by Thanos yeah they had a little bit on their plate and it's like yeah they didn't even have a warning of that so I think that's just like a really uh, really heavy moment right there yeah, and we even see with that scene with um, on Hala, like later on, like the Ronin goes to the, uh, the the supreme intelligence, like the leader of the Kree, and he's like, you know, like we won this great victory, like surely this is a turning point, like we like this is where we rally, like as a, as a people, mm -hmm. and the supreme intelligence is like, well, you know, a thunder god came here and killed one of them, so no, like we're still gonna lose, so no, I disagree. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Ronin, like for the first time, he's like, no, like this is our people, like this is our future, like. And you're our past, so you're dead. And then just puts his hammer like into the supreme intelligence, which is a pretty big moment. Yeah, that was um, awesome. Yeah, it, it it ends up living later. <clears throat> it ends up surviving, but like pretty much they lose the accusers. They lose like all of their like fleet. Um, so they they're all like set to help the Avengers like retake these worlds. Uh, one thing I I uh, kind of saw coming a little bit early with you uh, Captain Universe is I noticed like when the first time reading this event that she got sidelined super early. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, that's going to be the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you forget about her, and then it's going to come back. Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> she's literally the universe. She built these machines. Like, that's how it's going to end. Like, yeah. that was how the first arc of this whole story ended, with Captain Universe showing up and being like, I built you. You're fucked up. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? 
Uh, so the uh, abyss like gathers all of the uh, the ex Nylas and the ex Nylos like together, like um, like all of the ones that the uh, the Captain Universe made, and uh, are able to like resurrect her. Like they call it their miracle. And then she like Captain Universe just like opens a portal straight to like the Builder's headquarters, and she's like, "What are you doing? Like you failed your mission." And they're like, "We've it's like uh, Ultron. Like we, we we've grown beyond your mission. Yeah. Like the universe is dying, and you don't have an answer for it. Like what what do you say to that?" And she's like, "Well, the universe is dying. Like, but even if it wasn't, I wouldn't allow you to do this." Mm-hmm. And uh, she pretty much goes there and like single handedly like defeats the Builders. Um, it pretty much like at that point repels the entire invasion. Um, yeah, she just super <clears throat> saiyans it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, pretty handy. Um, which it's nice because then it clears up the uh, like that whole fleet to go back to Earth. Like that, it's there's a cool moment where the Galactic Council even say, like looks at Captain America and they're like, no, 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 we're not done yet. We got one more planet to free. And it's like, oh shit! Like you guys have my back. Thank you. <laughs> right. So where we left off in New Avengers, uh, Black Bolt had launched a Terrigen bomb uh, at the Earth. Uh, basically creating a whole bunch of new Inhumans, which unfortunately would include uh, Thane as well, um, as well as Miss Marvel. Though, so win- I mean, that's a win. Yeah, for real though. Yeah, I, I don't. Know, I think you brought it up earlier, but like that that should have done a lot more damage and been like a way bigger deal. Oh, the fall of Avalanche. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, that would have like demolished like the whole like Eastern like that does like. I mean, I guess I guess that's not necessarily because I don't think it was on the moon. I think it was floating above New York. Yeah. So I guess it would do like a little bit less, but that's still that's pretty bad. Yeah, I feel like that'd be like a global event. And maybe they had like some <laughs> uh, some Reed Richards shields or something up. Who knows? It's New York. Yeah, like oh, well, I'm or the debris that. burned up in the atmosphere before it fell. Yeah, I they got know. like a big tower shoot. I'll I'll work. I'll with go it. with it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, where we left the actual Illuminati themselves, they they got the the beeper on their hands. Like an incursion was happening, mm-hmm. so they literally had to abandon the Thanos' invasion of Earth. They're like, I guess we'll deal with this later. <laughs> like uh, even Black Panther, like Wakanda is being invaded by the biggest army they've ever seen. I, I gotta go. Yeah, later. <laughs> and uh, this incursion's a little different, though, because when they, when it happens, they see the other Earth come in, but before they can even, like, choose to do anything about it, and it, there's actually a, a pretty telling moment about where the Illuminati are at, like, in their head right now. Yeah. Because the first thing that happens when they see this is they're like, what should we do? And Tony Stark is like, what the fuck are you talking about? We blow it up. Like, that's what we do. Like, <laughs> yeah. At this point, they're not even, it's exactly like Captain America said. It's like, they just do it. Yeah. Like, they don't even, they don't even think about anything else to just blow it up. Yeah, you just rush right there. Yep. You just go right to that conclusion. So it's just like Captain America said in the first issue of uh, the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one's a little bit different because they, before they can even get to that Earth, they're stopped by uh, one of those uh, Aleph's, one of those like destroyer robots from the Builders that they met. And Tony Stark is the only one who recognizes it because he was on Mars when they met this thing. Yep. Um, but this one is from an alternate universe. This is the uh, we find out these are like alternate universe Builders. This is a really cool moment um, because they actually seem like they're willing to like talk to the Avengers and like give them like information and like uh, help them a little bit, like understand what's going on. Yeah, they see a, seem a bit more like hospitable. Um, because yeah, well, they're they're trying to like look at it and be like, listen, uh, we're gonna blow up this world for you, but first we want you to understand like why we're doing all of this. Yeah. Um, because I mean, we'll find out in the end that they're not necessarily on their team. They still want to blow up this earth, but like, we'll do it later. Bye. <laughs> You'll get a free set of golf clubs, but you got to sit through this timeshare. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, they sit him down at the table, and these uh, these ex Nilos are red. Who? Oh, they're different. And uh, but th- it's it's and there's a really cool moment too where they like instantly see Doctor Strange, and they're like, "Oh wait, you have a demon baby in your head." Whoop! <laughs> yeah, th- that part was awesome. <laughs> yeah, like get that shit out of there. Yeah, that looked rough. Yeah, so finally Doctor Strange is himself again because he's been under the control of uh, under the control of being spied on, like scrying basically by yeah. uh, by the Ebony Maw. Yeah, like a whisper. Yeah. 
So thankfully that part's over. Um, and they tell him, like, yeah, the, the builders, like, the reason why they invaded your world, and they actually even tell him, like, the Avengers won. They're mm-hmm. like, in your world, they, they failed. Like, the, your people drove them back. Yeah. But I mean, you should know why we're doing this, because you can you can help us finish our goal. Like, the end, the end game of this for us, for the builders, is the destruction of Earth, of all of the Earths. Mm-hmm. Because that's what, like, the whole reason that invasion happened is they were going to Earth to blow it up to stop, like, the incursions from happening. Yeah. So that's actually a pretty cool twist. That's why the builders were going in a straight line. That's why they told uh, Jason of Spartax, you know, I'm going straight to Earth. Yep. And we'll find out why they didn't just, like, jump to Earth later, that little, like, uh, point. Because we find out at the end the builders actually aren't shit. <laughs> yeah, they're, <laughs> ca- they're actually pretty low grade. Yeah, so we'll find out more about that. Um, where we left Wakanda... Um, Black Panther had been basically exiled. Uh, he had fi- uh, his sister had found out, and uh, like a lot of his followers had found out that he had been in the necropolis meeting with Namor. They don't yeah. know how or why or what the reasoning of it of, of that is, but that's a very very bad position for him. Yeah, he can't exactly deny it or explain like why. Right. <laughs> so yeah, because I think he, it got leaked by uh, the the Dora Milaje who were with him when he kept Namor prisoner. Because mm-hmm. um, there was that one part where he like l- kept Namor prisoner <clears throat> under the guise of an Illuminati meeting, just so that way he could attack uh, Atlantis. Yeah. So I think one of those ones is the one who leaked it. But then yeah, so basically uh, Black Panther's kicked out. Uh, Shuri loses the war because uh, Thanos, everyone was sent to Wakanda because of what Namor did, you know, told uh, Proxima Midnight that the Time Stone was there. Yeah. Uh, so it just gets annihilated. Uh, they're really here looking for the Time Stone, which ends up, ends up not being here. It never was. But Thanos goes searching through the Necropolis, which is just fucking destroyed now. He finds the Illuminati's base, which is just like, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, just sitting there. So that's just bad. Yeah, didn't they have like a huge stockpile of like weapons of mass destruction? Yep, they certainly <laughs> did. And yeah, when Thanos sees that, he even says like, oh, these Avengers are more impressive than I thought. I, I might like them. <laughs> like, man, maybe we should hang out. <laughs> yeah, again, the Illuminati is just, they, I wish they could hear that. Just they'd be like, oh no. <laughs> are we the baddies? Because it's like that moment when, um, when black swan was like i'm so proud of all of you when they built their first bomb and they were like <laughs> thanks this is weird right um but then yeah so now thanos has all of these bombs and his plan is pretty simple he's just gonna blow the whole planet up with all of them he's like this sounds fun <laughs> yeah um he does actually go through their prison as well which was a pretty interesting moment because he sees the uh the terrax from the other universe and then he sees black swan yeah that that was almost a little more concerning yeah because he, they have like a quick little interaction and uh and Proxima Midnight's asking him, like, should we free these prisoners? Like, do they have common cause with us? And then Black Swan just, like, uh, coyly is like, yes, would you care to free us, Tyrant? And Thanos just, like, looks at her, and they, they look at each other, and he's like, I think not. Yeah. He's, got, <laughs> he's got a read on her. He's like, no, I don't, I don't like the look of you. Yeah, no, that's probably a good call by Thanos. <laughs> oh, but that might be a little foreshadowing. We're not going to get to it uh, at any point, but it might just be a little foreshadowing. Hmm. Um, but yeah, with the uh, where we left the Illuminati, they basically just tell him like, "Listen, if you really want to save all these universes, if you really want to like like Reed Richards said, solve everything, you just blow up the Earth." Uh, do like in Black Swan even said like that's the Hank McCoy strategy. She says uh, Hank McCoy's and other universes have used that. She calls it like the coward's way out. That was in uh, the issues we talked about before. Oh right. Um, where she says like uh, you know other Hank McCoy's and other universes have just like helped everyone on Earth evacuate, find a new planet, and then blow up the Earth, and then boom, problem solved. Huh. And she calls that the coward's way out, but it would work. Yeah. At least in theory. Captain Universe later says like that's not going to really solve it forever. It'd be a lot of work. Yeah. Also that <laughs> for a temporary solution. Right. Exactly. 
Um, but that's what the builders are, are game for. I mean, they don't really that, – that's to them, that's the end game. They're like, blow up the earth. Sounds easy. Yeah. And then they blow up the alternate earth uh, this time, and they're like, you guys finished the job. Where we left uh, the Avengers, it was a really uh, hype moment because we got the uh, all of the um, like the council basically joining together to, to tell Captain America, like, no, like we're going back to Earth. There's one more like planet we have to retake, even though it's not part of the Builder invasion. Like, yeah. we got the forces. Like, you helped us. We'll help you. Yep. Um, so they now they ha- they're going to have the full fleet of the uh, like the the Kree, the Skrull, the fucking Annihilation Wave, uh, everybody. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's they're moving in and they need it too because when we saw it, Thanos had literally had so many ships he had like a blockade around the Earth. Uh, so their plan is to basically fly in here. They have like an orbital basically defense station, like a Justice League watchtower kind of thing. And their plan is that if they can retake that station at least, that 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 way they can clear out a lot of the fleet and get through the blockade. So they're basically going to send like a small squad to that ship while they try to break through. There's a really good moment that I like here. Um, Manifold is like, you know, talking to Captain America and Manifold is like, I don't think I like Cap. We've been fighting like eight wars at once. Like I've rescued like 10 planets at this point. Um, like I'm, I'm tired. Like, I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like in this time, the stakes are the highest. Like yeah. everyone on earth is counting on us now. Like how, like, how do you do it? And him and Captain Marvel basically both say the same thing. It's like, you know, basically we got a job to do. Just like put your, like put your pedal to the metal and just keep grinding. And, uh, he's like, I mean, all right, I guess like I'll, I'll do my best. And he's like, that's all we can ask. That's like a very like Captain America. It's like it, to, it, for both of them, it kind of seems like very much like from their military backgrounds, just like, just get the job done. Do your best. That's all you can do. Oh yeah. Like it, it's not important. It's, there's no grand plan. It's just do your job. Yeah. Take one for the team. Yeah. And, uh, manifold's like, all right, like, I suppose you're right. And then it like, doesn't seem like that confident. And he just like goes out to the window to like, look at this fleet they're about to attack. And this is this is one of my favorite moments in Infinity, where uh, he's just sitting there, and then Thor walks up, and uh, I, I, I almost want to quote this one verbatim here, because Thor walks up and he's like, uh, "Steve Rogers and Carol Danvers are great warriors, and I'm on, honored to call them my friends, but they could not be more wrong. Out there are gods and men and all creatures in between. They they they're born and and they'll die, but each one with a purpose." Surely I can tell you that the universe has conspired to put the world in our very hands. It's a test for titans. And only we can save it. Your entire life has led to this day, and you were born for this. And then he just puts his hammer to his hand. And he's like, "As was I." Mm-hmm. Like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. Even, even the God of Thunder is like a little nervous, but he's like, "I was fucking born for this." I was gonna. Mm-hmm. S- I think you brought it up in like the first or second, uh, uh, like Hickman episode we did, where like y- you can tell Hickman really enjoys writing Thor. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, besides maybe Sunspot and Cannonball, I think that, that that's his favorite Avenger. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I can definitely tell. Uh, because yeah, Thor just and, and I mean it's a really good uh, character to have stand out like that too because Thor is different than all of these other characters. He's literally a god. Mm-hmm. So like it's a really cool moment where like you just have these two like you know humans from Earth like these two soldiers who are just like yeah it's just a job like it might seem weird sometimes but at the end of the day it's it's just what you do yeah. Uh, but then you have like this like literal god who's like no like the, it's story it's myth it's about like the you know the truth in your heart like fight you know like it's the fate of the world and yeah. it's like oh shit now I'm inspired <laughs> yeah now exactly. I'm fucking inspired. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, so the fleet's moving in. Um, just to uh, kind of go over, like, what the... Because uh, the rest of this is, is action, and I'm all for it. Um, because it's a really cool um, moment of just, like, the Avengers and the new Avengers finally getting a bearing on what they're doing because they're back, like, from the builders as well. Mm-hmm. So Tony gets to reach out to, to Captain America for the first time and be like, uh, yeah, the shit's a little bad here, but we're trying. Like, we could use your help. 
that what I really like is there's a with that mission on the tower. I think that all that whole scene was really cool because it starts out with uh, I think it's Star Lord and Rocket Raccoon trying to break in and like take it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then they fail their mission, so they have to send an Avengers team in, and uh, black it's Black Widow, Shang Chi, and uh, Manifold. Um, but yeah, we have Black Widow, Shang Chi, and Manifold going into this like station to um, uh, to try to like activate this uh, this tower so that way can, they can get through the blockade. Um, and that's a really cool like team to just go for like a, a covert mission. That's why I like this like Avengers roster because you got like a team for every kind of job. Um, but when they get there, um, Black Dwarf is there, uh, fresh off the humiliation of just like losing in Wakanda and being just like thwashed by uh, by Thanos. Be like, get the fuck out of here! Oh yeah, no, it's a bad time to run into him because he's out for that redemption, right? And he <laughs> runs into like three like you know not uh, necessarily like super powered Avengers. I guess Manifold is, but not in the terms of like hand to hand combat. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, all right, I'm just going to beat the shit out of all of you. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, should have brought more muscle. Yeah. And honestly, they are pretty fucked because even black Panther was like barely held his own against this guy. Yeah. Just barely. It's a really cool moment where like manifold, like teleports back quick to the ship and he's like, Oh, we're fucked. We're so fucked. We need help. <laughs> There's uh, one of Thanos's generals in there is in there and we're going to lose. We need like everyone possible. Yeah. And then, um, but he goes right to the command bridge and then these guys are like, you know what? We've been watching all of these battles from up here. I think it's time. Like we, we do something. Yeah. And so it's literally, a, it's a cool team up between super scroll, uh, uh, Ronin and, um, and gladiator, like from these three different empires yeah, who yeah. teleport in. And then uh, there's a really good Shang Chi moment here as well um, that I, I I always like love this moment when I'm rereading it, where uh, Black Widow and and uh, everyone else are down like uh, Black, uh, Black Dwarf has just kind of bodied all of them and Shang Chi is the last one left standing you know like you know beaten and bloody yeah and uh, Black Dwarf is uh, says uh, why do you still stand <laughs> and he's got this great line. Does a tree fall from a slight breeze? <laughs> <laughs> just like all battered. Yep. He's like, you die well, human, but you're going to die all the same. And then all of a sudden, Gladiator shoots him from off screen. Like, pew. Oh, and even Annihilus was here. They're like, oh, man, Black Dwarf was so fucked. Yeah, they brought the team. Yeah. Um, and it ends up, like, all four of them just going toe-to-toe. Black Dwarf doesn't even stand a chance. Gladiator just takes this, uh, like, one punch to the hammer, which is a really cool panel. Yeah, just shatters it. Yep, and then finally Ronan gets gets the kill, where he's like, no, you've been judged by the accusers. Boom! <laughs> yeah. Fucking, oh, I love it. Yeah, no, I love this version of Ronan. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, Ronan in the comics is a much more complex character. I think we talked about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he definitely got done dirty in uh, Guardians. We got a little bit of it, I think, like the the classic Ronan in Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, for sure. In Captain Marvel, he seems more like himself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So man, you never know if we, guess we get if we get more flashbacks. Yeah, it's, never know. Yeah, it's a shame it went that way, though. Although, to be honest, Black Dwarf does kind of have a point in this fight. Where he's like, like you, you call me evil. All of you run galactic empires. Yeah, you're a bunch of imperials. Get the hell out of <laughs> I here. I imagine like a, a, a pin drops in the room like kill him shut him up <laughs> somebody shut that guy up he's making too many good points <laughs> i have a lot invested in this get his head ronan <laughs> um but then yeah that clears the way to earth and the avengers are able to get down there where the um you know the um the illuminati are kind of already trying to like you know get their bearings like do what they can um so while that's all going on uh, on earth the Illuminati's been kind of trying to like get re-control over the situation since getting back from the builders. Um, they they Ebony Maw has found Thane thanks to Doctor Strange uh, and thanks to the Terrigen Bomb as well. Uh, he looks more like himself. He actually looks like the son of Thanos now. Yeah. And as soon as he gets all of his powers, he accidentally like using like a, like a power burst, I guess, just like obliterates everyone like in his, his village there. Yep. 
Um, so he, and instantly he's like, why have you done this to me? Like, I was living a happy life. Like, why have you come here? He's like, oh, you're the son of Thanos and you, you have a destiny to fulfill. And the suit he gets is basically like a Infinity Gauntlet suit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I think there's even spots on it for like the Infinity Gems. Um, and yeah, things have gotten really bad because, like I said, Thanos has the bombs. Uh, he has all the bombs they were going to use, like the planet killers, and it's going to detonate them in Wakanda. And also, he has Black Bolt because um, Black Bolt detonated the city, but they both survived the fall. Yeah. And Thanos was like, "Oh, you're fucked now," and just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, just bodied uh, him, taking like several like screams from Black Bolt, which is not easy. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Yeah. It, it, so the fact that he hasn't like just captured now, like strapped to a machine that stops him from like yelling, is uh, a big deal. Oh yeah. And they even like Super Giant even like rigs the machine so that way she can use Black Bolt to like fire off like uh, bolt like basically just like beams of his voice. <laughs> yeah. Like that's on ridiculous. command. I'm like, oh shit right uh but yeah thanos gets called to uh to find his son who he imprisons and tells him like basically you're gonna die like it you know it drives me crazy the fact that you're just out here existing like i hate you mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thanks like, Dad. just the thought of you makes me sick <laughs> uh meanwhile the avengers are going into that facility in wakanda to try to free it uh a really cool panel where like for the first time actually that i can remember they're like teaming up to fight oh then i guess they fought terax that one time yeah um that happens pretty rarely in that book it's mainly like a politics thing so it's pretty cool to actually like see him like you know Team up for a little action thingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially Black Panther with his psychic knives. I are like not uh, sorry, the soul knives. Yeah, those are awesome. Oh yeah, anytime he uses the soul weapons, I'm like fuck yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and then Thanos gets interrupted too because he's like, oh, we have word off of Titan, like bad news, because uh, Titan is a moon of Saturn. Like it's not another planet; it's a moon of Saturn in this universe. Like they yep. made Titan like another planet, I think, in the movies. Yeah, I think so. Um, but so when they're on that moon of Saturn, they see that fleet come in, like Thanos's allies that are back home. Yeah, like they see the fucking like a fucking number of ships more than earth could <laughs> yeah. ever have and they're like uh thanos bad news <laughs> and so yeah his priorities have changed now um a couple couple really cool moments that happen and like the basically this like uh retaking of earth um the illuminati like we mentioned was going into wakanda to try to uh stop those bombs from going off and try to rescue black bolt um but when they get there they have that machine that i mentioned super giant made they can just fire off black bolts at them and uh, Doctor Strange, for the first time, like having his head cleared, is like, "Oh, I've been waiting for this because I really I've had a really bad go at the rest of this, so I'm about to destroy this shit." Yeah, and literally, <laughs> I haven't like, done anything this whole time. Yeah, really. And uh, finally, like, casts a spell. He's like, "No, I'm the Sorcerer Supreme, and it's time like I used my abilities." Yeah, and uh, is able to take. It. We don't see it actually on screen, but it, it based on like the way he's talking, like we kind of like, assume he basically just like I, I'm guessing teleports Black Boulder, just defeats him using his magic, something like that. Yeah, he, like he's he's unleashed now. Meanwhile, the Avengers are going straight for Thanos. They start out by sending Hulk as, like, a missile at him, uh, which he just, like, batter up, knocks Hulk back. Yeah. Um, And then the Avengers comes after him after that. Uh, We have Captain Marvel, Thor, Hyperion, uh, and Captain America um, going against, like, uh, Thanos, Proxima Midnight, and uh, Corvus Glaive. Um, Which, it's kind of, like, speaks to, like, you know, how big of a threat they are. Like, how, like, even, like, they sent, like, their... Four, like, besides Captain America, I guess, a bunch of their most powerful Avengers with yeah. Hulk, Captain Marvel, Hyperion, and Thor. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that they're even bodying them there is uh, quite the statement. But really, that's only the distraction, because at that point, um, uh, Maximus, who's been kind of just, like, doing his own thing this whole time, uh, has the bombs that are going off um, that the new Avengers are trying to get. Or, sorry, the Illuminati. And uh, he's like, oh, no, 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 I have, uh, I built this bomb. I can show you how it works. Um, you, I mean, you took care of everyone else, the Illuminati, I guess, quick work, but you forgot about the most powerful thing in the room. Mm-hmm. She's like, what are you talking about? 
And then uh, Lockjaw walks in, just being the, the goodest of boys. <laughs> right. And uh, she and she realizes at the last second, and then she uh, um, Lockjaw teleports her into space when, right, with the bombs right as it goes off. Woof! Yeah, it, yeah, it's just like a <laughs> random ice planet. You know, I just love that panel of like them locking eyes and him just saying "woof" in yeah, the just, lettering. Yeah, the lettering of the sound of him teleporting again. It's just like <laughs> no. <laughs> that that's just a really good moment. I I always enjoy that as well. Some insane art too on that. On, oh, like, for the, sure. on the boom panel. Oh yeah, I love that. Uh, another really good part is what during this fight with Thanos that we cut away from here. Um, a page of the, a couple pages that I always really liked where um, Ebony Maw just looks up. He's like, "A storm is coming." Like, well, what is that? And Thanos just looks up and he's like, hmm, and then gets struck by lightning. Like, you know, just straight to him, like the Thor Odin Force lightning. Yeah. It's like, and he just looks up. He's like, do it again. <laughs> Kaboom. And he just like takes another lightning bolt. He's like, is that all? Do you, or do you have some more? And then Thor just comes flying in from space with like Mjolnir and just crook-dong. Yep. And he's like, one of us dies, Titan. One of us dies today. And it's just like a full, like a two pages of just them going one on one. It's so cool. Yeah, it's amazing. And, like, you know, these kind of, like, fight scenes, it's just kind of, like, uh, you know, between, like, them fighting Thanos, like, in a vacuum is not going to be that exciting. No. But the fact that we've been, like, Thanos has just been having, like, his way with the Earth, just doing whatever he wants, like, kind of this whole event, and, like, no one's been there to stop him. The fact that the Avengers are finally back after, like, everything they've done, like, there's some weight to this, I think, is why it, like, hits so hard. Exactly. And it's, like, they've already had a tremendous amount of bullshit to deal with and then right. it's just like and now we gotta deal with this one last bullshit yeah like there's been like a, a reckoning's been coming and so it's it's a really cool payoff um, but really the, the one who uh, ends up winning it for him here even after Thor like almost beats Thanos himself uh, Thane gets uh, teleported in by Ebony Maw Ebony Maw ended up being uh, a little bit of a traitor here um, because he is basically like uh, you know uh, mentoring uh, Thane and being like, no, 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 you're the son of Thanos. You're going to be more powerful than Thanos, and I will be your teacher. Yep. Go ahead and like teaches him how to like basically petrify Thanos in this like amber kind of like cube. I, and like, I don't even know if it was that expansive. Like to me, it just seemed like it's like, yeah, just go for it. And like that was just what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, uh, do a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> And then, yeah, there's a really cool part where it starts out with, like, just, like, white. Like, the background of the page is all white, and then there's just, like, no panel. I know. It's a really cool effect, because the first time I read it, I thought, like, my tablet was just, like, bugging out or something. I was like, wait, what's happening? And yeah, then I just kept scrolling. It's a really cool way to illustrate, like, someone sleeping and then waking up. Yeah. Because um, it's just, like, the white panel, and then the lettering just says, like, wake up, Steve. And then it, uh, Steve wakes up, and Iron Man's over him. And uh, Iron Man's like, bad dream? Uh, it depends. What kind of world am I waking up to? And he just, like, takes his hand and, like, pulls him up. He's like, ours. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. Right. Like, all the Avengers are there. And then Thanos is, yeah, is in his uh, little glass case there with the uh, the two generals he was with. And that's where we leave it. Uh, it kind of sets up some things at the end here. Captain Universe, like we mentioned before, kind of tells them uh, the builders weren't shit. Like, to, like, or no, sorry, Black Swan tells them this. Yeah, yeah. Black Swan tells the Illuminati. She's like, oh, the builders? Like, you fought the builders? You thought that was dangerous? And they're like, yeah, do you not know who that is? Like, they had a giant fleet. It was a really big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, like, you oh. guys could never have dealt with it. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, no, I know exactly who they are. And, like, lists a bunch of things that proves it. And she's like, oh, yeah, they're. I'm telling you, they're not shit. Yeah. Didn't you notice, like, they jumped out, like, at space and it took them like a million years to get to earth and then you guys annihilated them because of that yeah like they're they were they were built to just exist in the superflow. they weren't built for invasions yeah like what would have happened if the map makers came in who we met once yep uh or the uh she mentions like another group that the sydney morris mm-hmm. um or like what if the uh the i think she calls them the key makers yep um 
like what all these like things that are just being set up now that we're like, uh, who are all they? They're scary. <laughs> yeah. And um, so yeah, it's basically saying like, oh, we're not done yet. We're just getting started. Um, so a couple other cool things that get set up. Um, unfortunately, rescuing Annihilus and putting him on the Galactic Council ended up being a really bad idea. Yeah, that might uh, have a bit of a domino effect. Because one of those planets they rescued uh, just gets taken over by the Annihilation Wave, which I think I mentioned this before, that they like that was a huge Galactic War just caused by An- Annihilus himself. Like, yeah, that yeah. set it up a lot of those uh, alliances. And not to mention, he didn't really end up helping in this battle at all. Yeah, was, like, his drones kind of got bodied immediately. Oh, immediately. Yeah. Because like, they're like, uh, Captain... Uh, uh, Captain America's like, all right, we have to do it. Send in the annihilation wave, and we're, I'm like, oh shit! Like this is going to be huge because yep. like that was like a galactic war in itself. Yeah. And then immediately, um, the builders just like look at them because I mean it makes sense they can alter life, a AI, simple life, yeah. yeah, especially that kind of thing, like mm. a hive mind. And so like, oh okay, eat yourselves. Yep. <laughs> annihilation wave defeated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe keep an eye, uh, maybe grab that technology from one of those spaceships. That right. Could be coming handy. Yeah, that next, seems pretty vital. Next time an annihilation war happens. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much where we leave things with uh, Hickman's Avengers with the uh, the Infinity Event. Um, overall, I mean, I think reading this, it's like it was what, probably the best example of just like a big kind of just like a lot of action too. Like it wasn't even like uh, I, I I talk about a lot of events like they're just like all action and stupid moments and don't ever really have a point to make or do anything with it. Yeah. But this one has all of that and actually like feels impactful and like emotional. Oh yeah. Um, I think a big part of it is like we mentioned it like uh, I think we mentioned it last week um, where like they have this giant war happening and all these scenes happening with so many characters but it's always like what you're reading is always like a couple really contained scenes yep like it's never just like a cut between captain marvel's fighting this one guy cut back to holy shit it's luke cage in new york what's he up to here's one page yeah it's not just filler yeah it's always like a couple like two page like complete scenes that you could almost read by itself yep and so like it ends up being like these really emotional like we talked about like thor on the bridge or like the surrender or like the parts with like um uh with the scroll early on like with them defending their home planet like all that hits a lot harder because it's contained and like has something specific to say yeah yeah like every page is extremely important yep and uh, so I would highly recommend people keep reading this. I mean, it does not stop getting good there. Uh, from this point on, it starts building up to Secret War, which is the best event they ever did. It's better than this. It's yeah, yeah. really good. Um, so I highly recommend everyone finish reading that. Uh, or if you're rereading this, just keep on going. Um, next week, I will announce it on Twitter as soon as we decide. We'll come up with that either tonight or tomorrow, figure out what we're doing for mm-hmm. the next episode. But So I will let you all know to read ahead. Um, but before we do that, we do have one last thing to talk about here. We talked about all the Avengers movies leading up to this. We talked about uh, Avengers, the first one, Age of Ultron. Last week, we talked about Infinity War. Uh, so today, briefly, we are going to talk about uh, Endgame. Uh, like I said, for all of these ones, we usually keep this part pretty br- pretty brief because where else are you going to find people talking about Endgame? I, yeah. I don't know if you'll ever find that. Or any Avengers movie. <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> Especially Endgame, though. It's so recent. At nauseum. <laughs> Do you guys need more Endgame takes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what people were looking for. <laughs> um, but just a couple brief things just to kind of give, like, my general thoughts on this movie or even just, like, little scenes that I thought were, were like, were cool or bad or whatever. Um, I like that uh, they brought Ant-Man back for this one. I thought his role in this was pretty cool, like, getting to be, like, the MacGuffin of all of it, even though I ended up hating the time travel parts. I thought he was pretty good. I know. Like, it, it's a great, like, setup for that character, and then it just kind of flatlines. But... Right. I think the, yeah, that's the whole problem, I think, that with, the, with the way the movie's set up is it basically becomes this own little, like, mini-episode where, like, they're all going back in time to, like, these old events. Like, it ends up being, like, almost like a clip show episode. 
Yeah, it's like, like from a, a sitcom. You're like Seinfeld. Yeah, it's like, it, here's when we fought Loki. Isn't this weird? <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird pastiche, like kind of just like memory trip. Uh, it's yeah, weird. and like some of them like are just really boring. Like the one where they go back to the Avengers first movie, like and like stop Loki again. I'm like, this is boring. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that was that's definitely the worst. Like, one. Captain America fights himself. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, like you get some kind of like funny, like quirky moments, but at the same time, it's uh, kind of ridiculous. Yeah, like that would be a fun scene to like maybe like uh like if you're gonna do like an event like an age of ultron kind of cold open they're on a random mission that would yeah. be a fun one where it's like we're at an alternate reality we save the day let's go back home yeah it's not something to like i think build the emotional climax of your whole like trilogy on oh exactly um yeah. although i mean to be fair going the going back in time stuff did give us some kind of like emotional kind of good scenes like uh they do a bunch of really good stuff with tony stark in the movie like him going back and talking to his dad is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, all those parts are great. Yeah, yeah. no so like, doubt. So sometimes they use it and like it pays off, but most of the time it was just kind of like he would go on a secret mission to the past. Yeah, like it's it's kind of the same thing as just like filler action sequences in like comics, whereas like there's no like kind of filler like that, uh, like how there was in uh, in Hicks in Hickman's run, but then in this movie there's like filler that's just non-essential to what's actually like happening in the story. Yeah, not a lot of it is like emotional payoff. Yeah, um, very little. Like that one scene I mentioned with Tony Tony going back in time and getting to see his dad again, like by coincidence. Oh yeah, because they happen to be there. That's a really good scene. Like more of that would have been really good. Yep. Um, but instead it's just kind of going back like through the greatest hits mm-hmm. and um, like and it, it obviously is probably no coincidence that most of like the Tony like scenes and like the things built around that character for this movie are like one of the best parts of the movie because yeah. of how it ends but yeah because it was all set up like around that and yeah. those parts do work admittedly so, oh I mean, for sure I'll give them that yeah um but then we also have like a lot of like we go back to like uh like the bruce banner spends a good portion of the movie just like discussing the rules of time travel with the ancient one and i'm like <laughs> really i know i get time travel i don't need more than no stop it's yeah they kind of just explain it into like it the existence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's just a whole weird bat, like batch. I yeah, guess. and like I'm like look a lot of time, like I remember the first time watching this. I was like, we got like through all that. I'm like, really? Is this what this whole movie's gonna be about? And then mm-hmm. at the end, we're just gonna get a big fight. And then like that's kind of what it was. And like the first time I watched it, I was fine with it because the big fight was cool. Oh yeah, the the third act of the movie is like phenomenal. Like, and, it, it's and that's awesome. why I think Endgame, like I think, was received so well when it came out. And then now people are kind of being like, oh, Infinity War was a little bit better. A lot of the other movies like paid off a little bit better. Oh yeah, um, because I think on the rewatch, it doesn't hold up as well because you're like oh a lot of this was kind of just like filler yeah because like as a payoff for like the entire like mcu beginning to this moment like it's a great payoff you know with iron man and right. like that whole ending but yeah as a as a compact movie like there's not a lot beyond that yeah because like it ends up being like we go back and see like the opening scene of like guardians of the galaxy again and i'm I- like <laughs> yeah With they go war- back to guardians they go back to the first avengers and, like, it's war machine and nebula teaming up and i'm like what is this <laughs> and then they just turn thor into a meme yeah like it's, that's unfortunate there's just a lot of weird like filler like that that's just so out of place and uh, what they're trying to like yeah like message through and like and again, and again to be fair uh, another point of the time travel actually being used well for once is thor going back in time and getting to talk to his mom again i think that was a good oh, yeah, moment that, for him and like getting his confidence back yeah that's definitely one of the best moments in the movie 
Um, so like, there's a couple times where it pays off, but most of the time it's just really stupid. And don't okay, we already talked about the Black Widow Hawkeye oh, Vormir scene? I hate that. Yeah, so if much. we if we didn't get the freaking kill the one you love like Soul Stone moment in Infinity Wars, then we had to get it again in Endgame. Yeah, and, um, like they had to bring it back twice. In the Infinity War one, at least like actually kind of was like emotional or like at least like and felt it made stronger. It made sense, right? Like for that for Thanos's character. This one, I'm uh, I'm watching it. And I'm like, please let it be Hawkeye. Please let it be Hawkeye. Please let... Oh, shit. It's Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like... And that really just brings the whole, uh, like, uh, offering into question. Because if it's like, kill the one you love, then you could basically just kill anything that you, like, semi-loved. Well, also, it's not like it's not like Natasha and Hawkeye were like lovers. They weren't like in love with each other. No, I they think were just, just like, meant, like someone you care about. Is yeah. The point. But, but yeah. But like it, that seems like way lower stakes than it made it seem with Thanos and Gamora. Yeah. Because like Gamora was the only thing he loved. So mm-hmm. you'd think like for Cliff, it'd be way bigger stakes than just like killing your friend. And, and plus, she didn't even kill him. It was like basically like. Well, yeah, she sacrificed herself. Yeah. Obviously, I, I don't know. The whole thing is just so contrived to me. It's like one of you must die. I, it felt yeah. like very like sitcomy or not even <laughs> like very cable drama. Oh me. yeah, for sure. Like the whole Vormir thing is just so contrived, and I just it makes the Soul Stone so boring because mm-hmm. they just I think they realize we don't have time to introduce another stone and like give it a whole thing. Yeah, it's just got to be a fucking like a Sphinx riddle. Like that's yeah. what it's gonna be. I'm like, oh really? It's just like an object of power, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, you have to sacrifice one you love. I'm like, oh, never heard that one before. That's really original. <laughs> yeah, that's, that seems uh, <laughs> seems interesting. I said I wasn't going to talk about this movie a lot, but then I just started ranting and ranting. I know. Uh, but then <laughs> where we'll basically pick up things. Things do get a little weird because um, Thanos from the past realizes what's happening and goes to their future to stop them, which in a, in a vacuum, I'm like, that's kind of a cool way to bring Thanos back. Sure. Yeah. Um, And... Basically leads the reinvasion of Earth with like all of the armies, all of the Black Orders back because they're they're from back in time. Mm-hmm. Very weirdly, this is how they chose to bring Gamora back, which is just so <laughs> weird to me. It's and then they even try to force like the relationship between her and Peter, and it's just like it's just a whole weird tone. What happened to them? Like having a really big care and like caring a lot about fucking up those other timelines. Like that timeline Thanos came oh, from yeah. is fucked. Oh, it's done. Yeah, <laughs> and their Thanos is dead. But like, they're like, who knows what's gonna happen without like the Guardians of the Galaxy and like any of that happening? Yep. Like, you already fucked up the timeline. Oh yeah. Um, and it's just such a weird. Like, am I supposed to believe that in Guardians of the Galaxy three, it's gonna be like normal? I know <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> right? gonna happen. Like, it's just gonna be really off. It's going to be really awkward because the only scene that Star-Lord and Gamora had together in this movie is like them meeting each other for the first time. And he's like, hi, Gamora. I love you. And she's like, what the fuck? And like attacks him. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, I just met you. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be weird. Yeah, like I don't I don't know how they're going to kind of like work that into place, but it'll be and interesting. And also, if you're, if you're allowed to just pluck people from other timelines, why don't they go save Black Widow? <laughs> that's, that's a good point, actually. Like if that universe is Thanos is dead. Go to that universe, yeah. get their Black Widow, be like, you're coming with us. We yeah, need you. She's got to be fine. <laughs> By the way, you guys, you don't need a Black Widow, right? We're good. Yeah, you're good. Go with look just... for Florence Pugh. She's around somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, you're good with just abandoning this like universe, right? Right. Uh, it, it actually turns out we don't care that much. No. no. And I mean, I, I don't want to argue about time travel rules or anything. It gets, I, yeah. it gets even weirder at the end where Steve Rogers decides to go back and live there. <laughs> We won't go there, but it makes no sense to me. <laughs> it makes absolutely zero sense. Because um, yeah. think of all the things he would have had to sit out yeah. <laughs> through time. Yeah, and not only that, but like it, 
then it fucks up the whole timeline rules that they set up before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because then when they cut back, he's like existing in this universe, even though it was established earlier that that should create a new universe. Yeah, like a whole separate one. <laughs> so instead, he's just an old man here just waiting for him. It's like, oh, I thought I'd find you here. It's like, but weren't you supposed to be like younger like a day ago? <laughs> no, no, I'm old man Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, God. It's actually, I actually do find that kind of funny how close that looks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but dear Lord, do I not want to see a, a freaking Chris Evans, Joe Biden biopic? I ever. certainly ever I do never not. want to see that. Well, they're already making a Reagan biopic. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Who's playing Reagan? Dennis Quaid. Oh, no. <laughs> it looks so bad. I could have guessed. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's going to like, oh, it, it just looks embarrassing. It's going to be worse than James Woods playing Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that's a movie? <laughs> no, I didn't. It's called Rudy. Oh, and my God. James Woods plays Rudy Giuliani. Oh, it's, it of is, course, dude, the I've more seen, famous Rudy movie. <laughs> I've seen clips from it, and it is hysterical. Oh, my God. Oh, th- both of those movies are cursed. Oh, I mean, a Joe Biden movie would be cursed, but I don't. That, they, those two are even more cursed. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> way more cursed. Anyway, they they should have just fucking thrown Ronald Reagan off Formir. <laughs> yeah, for real though. And to bring it back and to Giuliani. the Avengers, <laughs> yeah, and Giuliani. <laughs> oh God. Oh, anyway. <laughs> uh, but there's a big fight. Oh, the portals happen on your left. Yep. You guys know that scene? Have you heard of it? Oh yeah. Has anyone seen that? No, but real talk, I love it. I no, it, love it's, it. it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we do finally get a lot of the characters who, honestly, uh, this scene should have happened halfway through the movie, though. Oh, easily, yeah. Um, because a lot of the characters who I wish did have big payoffs don't really get it because the movie's about to end. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause, like, real quick. Yeah, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange show up and Drax and the, and um, and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, like, all these people who are like, it's finally our time. Yep. And it's like, oh, well, we're just going to be like one big CGI battle. The movie's going to be over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, but th- they should have had like scenes to close out all of their arcs and stuff. Like, that's why you got to like cut that time travel shit in half. Like, you didn't, you don't need all that time. You did not need like half of that time. Yeah. Put portals. The movie ha- was already three hours. Yeah. And so put portals halfway through the movie. Uh, make the battle maybe not the final climax or whatever. Have it. Something happened. Whatever mm-hmm. you got to do, but then all the characters can have their moments and like actually like say things. Um, Drax didn't have a line in this movie, even though his whole thing was "I'm going to kill Thanos." Like that literally is the point of his character, <laughs> and he just like didn't kind of get. To do be you a think part in the it. next movie he's just going to be like, "Wow, I, I do you think I'm useless? Do you guys, <laughs> do you guys think I suck? Like, have I done anything meaningful in the past like three movies? Did you guys see me get destroyed by that uh, red blanket that the the wizard threw at me? <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was kind of lame, right? Um. But, and yeah, same thing. It's even worse with Peter too. Like he had that huge buildup with like Tony and all that, and then it's like, oh, Peter's back, and like, oh, Tony's dead. Yeah, goodbye. That uh, that whole story thing is gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like a couple cool action scenes like between these new characters that oh, yeah. like, seem like it kind of makes a payoff. But again, that's, that's not really what I wanted. I wanted like more emotional like character yeah, arc payoffs for sure. Um, but uh, but I mean, again, the portal scene is really badass. I mean, it's the part that makes like it really like gets everyone hyped about the movie when they come out of the theater. Um, so I, I definitely appreciated it for that. Oh yeah, because uh, I mean, I'm not immune to fan service, certainly. Oh, definitely not. Especially after two hours of time travel. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, yes, <laughs> give me what I yeah, want. Damn give you, me the punches. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, and I mean, that pretty much brings us to the end of the movie, but what, uh, one thing we skipped over entirely that honestly is one of the strengths of this movie, um, at least to an extent, is I think the the way it opens. I like the idea of, like, this really small Avengers team of, like, I I honestly, I wish this movie, instead of, again, cut the time travel shit in half again, give us one third of it, and then instead put in a scene of, like, this new Avengers team that uh, Black Widow is leading, because that seems really cool. I wish we could have gotten, like, a scene of, like, them working together. Absolutely, We get them, like, returning from a mission, but, like, not... 
we don't find out what happened. Yeah. Like, I would, that would have been a really dope scene because it's Black Widow leading a team of Okoye, uh, Rocket Raccoon, Captain Marvel, uh, somebody else. Oh, uh, War Nebula? Machine. Oh, no, no. War Machine. Yeah, yeah. And Nebula. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, basically leading like her own team of the Avengers, this like small scale Avengers, and so that's pretty cool. Like at that point, after five years, like that means like Rocket Raccoon was a member of the Avengers longer than he ever was a Guardian. Oh yeah, so like that'll be a cool thing to touch on as well. Um, but again, I, we didn't really get a lot of it, so I, it's kind of disappointing because I thought that would have been cool. That oh was yeah, a cool concept, definitely. But didn't really see much of it. Um, also, I think that the whole like people disappearing a lot is kind of just brushed over super quick. Oh, absolutely. Because wiping out half of people, I think, would have devastated the world a lot more than they had the time to show. Oh, it, the world would have been in absolute shambles. Like, right. There would not be a society. Oh, no. It would be an apocalypse. Especially only five years later. Like, it would take way longer than oh, that to yeah, get back. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it'd be unreal. Um, so, again, that kind of gets brushed over as well, but, which makes it even weirder when they come back in Spider-Man Far From Home and then try to add that in later and show us some of the context because yeah. they play it off like a joke. Yep. Like, it shows, like, and I will, we have, we're not gonna, here to talk about Far From Home, but there is, like, a scene where uh, they're, like, in a marching band and then, like, half of the band, like, disappears and everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, this God. is just awkward now. I, yeah. If you're going to lampshade it, lampshade it, but don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't make it worse. <laughs> you're making it weird. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the Avengers. Um, like, Again, I do, we're, we come out, come out sounding negative because I think, like I mentioned at the start, it holds up less on the rewatch. But if, if you're in it for just like uh, t- superhero team up, like fan service kind of stuff, which I'm not saying that derogatory, like, oh, as no. A negative, not necessarily. At all. I, I'm all for that. It's just, it's a little disappointing because you know you could have had both yeah um because other mcu movies have done a better job balancing it but it is what it is yeah um we'll, we'll get more team-ups uh but that'll be it for our, our avengers series uh for the uh, the four-parter we had now again I, I think we're gonna come back to this i honestly would like to come back to it relatively soon not yeah. anytime like that i can think of in the near within future within the year yeah oh for certainly within yeah. the year um and, and come back and finish this run so that and then we can talk about earth's mightiest heroes as well um since I, again i don't think there's a lot of comic book adaptations that we have to like save time for that i know of yet nah not really so we, our schedule's wide open uh, again if you uh want to uh request something like i said our schedule's open uh we do have a, a patreon over at patreon.com slash agents of comic book uh at the one dollar level you can uh request like a one-off if you just want to have us read one book watch one movie or you know watch a couple episodes of a show do that for one week uh just put in your five dollars once we do the episode, get the fuck out if you want to. There's no commitment to that. It's just basically pay for your episode. And we'll do it. Um, if you stick around, we do appreciate that as well. If you want to support us, by all means, uh, we definitely appreciate that, uh, those of you that do that. Um, but then at the $15 level, or sorry, at the $10 level, I do that every time, um, <laughs> you can request a three-part episode if you want us to dig into a book for longer, like we just did with Jonathan Hickman's Avengers, or if you want us to do like you know three alternate things, you just like, you want to have us to do a bunch in a row. Uh, we can definitely do that as well. So uh, those are uh, yours to pick what you like to do with. Oh yeah. Uh, and again, we are on Twitter over at Agents of Podcast. If you want to find out what we're doing next week, because as of this point, we still don't know. Yeah. It could be anything. Oh, anything. It could. So yeah, check back. We'll be back with something. Oh yeah. Question mark. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>